0: It is Tuesday, November 24th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we've got details about the 2021 purse increases for the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series. We jump into the format debate with some stats. We recap last night's iRacing action, and there's some news from the Short Track Super Series. But first, this episode is brought to you by Blood Lubricants. If you're a regular listener to the Dirt Tracker podcast, you've been hearing me talk about Blood for a few weeks now. While Blood might be a newer brand name, the guys and technology behind it are not. The folks behind Blood have have decades of experience making high quality lubricants and their technology and products have a proven track record across many industries and applications. You can take advantage of their knowledge and experiences to keep your race car performing at its best with their line of high quality racing oils. And don't just take my word for it. Listen to guys like Corey Eliason, Danny Dietrich and Craig Kinzer. These are serious professional racers with wins on some of the biggest stages and they all trust blood lubricants in their race cars. To see the full line of blood lubricants and accessories, visit bloodlubricants.com. That's B-L-U-D lubricants.com. You'd like to receive 25% off most products. Use code DIRT at checkout. That's D-I-R-T, all caps, at checkout. The World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series has not yet announced their full 2021 schedule, but we do know that for next season, there will be more money on the line. Every race on the schedule for next year will now pay a minimum of $10,000 to win, and the Series Point Fund will increase about $90,000, with the total payout now $730,000 through the field. Single-day events will pay $10,000 to win and $1,000 to start, with the full payout nearing about $56,000. A two-day show will pay out $108,000 over the two nights as for the championship the winner will still take home $150,000 that was has been the same for the last few years Uh, but there will be significant increases through the field with second earning $100,000 third $60,000 and more on down the line these increases are in addition to the big money shows that will dot the schedule next year including the Knoxville Nationals Jackson Nationals Kings Royal National Open and many many more there's even a possible $100,000 bonus if a driver can win both finales at Jackson and HewSitz over a five-day period Period. To see the full rundown on standard purses and points payouts, check out the release over at worldofoutlaws.com. This announcement. Uh, will be a welcome one certainly for teams and competitors. The topic of purses is one that just never seems to go away. Um, and it's it's something honestly that I I find it a little interesting that fans and and some people take you know take part in and you know for something that really doesn't affect the racing and and your experience at the racetrack. There sure seems to be a lot of really strong opinions about purses. I uh, certainly understand everybody wanting to make more money, but everybody can only make more money to a point, and you know the, a lot of these tracks and series operate on fairly thin margins and. I think that's something that often gets forgotten in these conversations, but you probably see some speculation from guys like Jeremy Elliott, uh, you know, today in the next coming days that these increases are due in part to the success of Dirt Vision, um, and he's certainly probably not wrong in that case. The streaming platforms have become a nice revenue generator for several series, and it was only a matter of time before that trickled down to the teams. The Outlaws are just one of a few series that have announced purse increases for next year. Uh, certainly uh, good to have that, uh, you know, it, uh, through the course of a year that was happening hampered so badly by the pandemic. Speaking of topics that are ever present, Kevin Thomas Jr. posted on Twitter yesterday asking people their opinion on inverts for dirt racing formats. He asked specifically about inverting four or six or starting heats straight up and why people think the way they do. Um, As I was preparing for the show, there's somewhere north of 40 responses to his tweet with people kind of all over the board on what they prefer. Um, Now that heat win stats are available for the series in the dirttracker.com analytics section, we can actually put some actual data to work for us in these debates. The two best comparisons here are the world of outlaws sprint series versus the all-stars the outlaws start heat straight up from qualifying the all-stars invert four there's a tad more randomness with the all-stars because you often only qualify against your heat race group uh, with the all-stars which is the result of the draw early in the night but the numbers actually at the end of the day don't end up being all that different. Uh, so To start off, the uh, the Outlaws ran 207 heat races in 2020. 124 were won from the Polo, right? About 60%. 195 were won from the front row, so 195 of 207. That's about 94%. If you add in the second row, 204 of 207 heat race winners came from the first two rows. That's 98.5% of heat race wins from the first two rows. If you look at the All-Stars, the All-Star ran 196 heat races in 2020 with 101 from the pole that's 51% so a little bit off of the outlaws 160 were one from the front row, which is 81.6%. Again, a little bit less, 81.6 versus 94. With the inverted four, the two fastest cars in each group would then start fourth and third, respectively, in those heat races. So you would expect there to be more heat race wins from those positions versus the Outlaws. And you would be correct. Nine heat race winners came from the second row with the Outlaws, while 32 came from the second row with the All-Stars. But if you look at it, that's only 23 more heat races. And while that kind of might sound like more, you know, over the course of nearly a 50 race schedule, it actually doesn't happen that often. Uh, That's one heat race winner from the second row every race and a half. So only four heat winners every 25 races come from the second row. And when you compare heat race winners from the first two rows of both series, the numbers are actually really similar. 98.5% of heat race winners come from positions one through four with the outlaws and 98% come from Positions one through four with the all stars. So the inversion throws in just a bit more of movement between those first two rows, but not much. One heat win every night and a half is actually not really going to be that noticeable. So, does a four-place heat race inversion change things all that much? Not really. You might see a handful more passes, but it's not a dramatic difference between the two. So it's kind of back and forth between heat race inversions versus no heat race inversions. Uh, it's really not a huge difference, um, and obviously the cream's going to rise to the top. But you know the uh, you know the advantage of starting at the front or, or near the front is is going to be uh, the same or, or, or very similar across series across car types. Um, it's just you know with the way the track is you know early in the night those uh, those front row starting positions are always going to be really really good. So again, not that big of a difference. The iRacing World of Outlaws Sprint Car World Championship was in action last night for round number 3 of 10. The series took on the virtual Fairbury Speedway for a 35-lap main event. The tight confines of Fairbury provided some really fun racing last season, and last night was no different. After the first two rounds, Hayden Cardwell entered the night leading the point standings, but only by one point over defending champion Alex Bergeron and last week's winner Tim Ryan. Nick Cooper was another 12 points behind in fourth. For the Knights feature, Cole Newhoffen and Hayden Cardwell started together on the front row. At the green flag, Cardwell was quickly to the lead using the top side to his advantage. He quickly stretched his lead out to multiple second, uh, seconds while action behind him was busy. Several mid-race cautions kept the field tight, but Cardwell was just too good out front. At the end, he took a dominating victory over Braden Eyler, Alex Bergeron, Kendall Tucker, and Colton Davis. It was Cardwell's first series victory. If you remember, Cardwell was the late model series champion not long ago, so he's look, actually looking to see if he can take down both World of Outlaws titles. I don't believe anybody's done that yet. It was a tough night for Tim Ryan who was involved in multiple incidents and ended up 16th, leaving Fairbury, Cardwell's points lead is now eight over Alex Bergeron. Nick Cooper, Tim Ryan, and Kendall Tucker round out the top five. The series is back next Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for round number four at Eldora Speedway. You can watch the action free on Dirt Vision. Uh, you don't need a fast pass. All you need is a Dirtvision account. The Short Track Super Series announced a pair of 5,000-to-win shows for 2021 yesterday. After losing the race to the pandemic in 2020, the Fonda 200 will be back in September of 2021, with the three-day show culminating in the 53,000-to-win 200-lap event on Saturday, September 18th. The Speed Showcase 200, which took place at Port Royal this year as a replacement to Fonda, will return next season as well, with that race paying 50000 to the winner on October 16th. That's some serious money on the line for the Northeast Modified Racer. For more information on the announcement, visit ShortTrackSuperSeries.com. Speaking of modifieds later today, I'm going to drop a new Dirt Tracker Conversations episode. This one featuring Northeast uh, Big Block Modified racer and Super Dirt Car Series competitor, Matt Williamson. Matt won the 2019 Super Dirt Car Series uh, championship and was the Super Dirt Week winner last year. He also took down some serious cash in 2020, which we will talk about. He joins the show to chat about the difficulties of racing this year, what it took to win the championship last year, Uh, being a professional racer in the Northeast, and much more. You'll be able to find the show in this podcast feed or on YouTube. So stay tuned for that later today. Streaming schedule is quiet today with only USEC 24-7 playing over on Flow Racing. To see the full daily schedule, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, tracker.com Dot com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.